0: Welcome. If you're listening to this podcast session, then there's a really good chance that someone has recently shared with you information about a network marketing company or product that they're involved with. And your response was something like, uh, I'll never join another network marketing company. MOM's not for me. Uh, Lulu Ro burnt me out. Uh, I lost money in Melaleuca or Legal Shield or you name the company. The bottom line is you have a mentality, MLM, never again. And I promise you, I totally get it. I understand it. I have been there personally three distinct times in my life over the last 40 years. Some of you that are listening to this, that mindset is where you absolutely need to stay. You don't ever need to change it. And your mindset should be set in stone that you will never join another network marketing company. And and I believe that because it's not for everyone. However, some of you listen to me. If you don't change this mindset, it could end up costing you millions of dollars in income and a lifestyle that most people will never have the opportunity to experience. Personally, I would have missed out on how it feels to make $300,000 a month and earn tens of millions of dollars in commissions from building network marketing teams. Look, I'm nobody special. I'm just an average guy from a little small town, 400 population in Kentucky. I was living in a tiny little 600-square-foot home when I was first exposed to this industry and driving a beat-up Chevette. So what's really the difference? Who should stay out of network marketing for the rest of their life, and who should take another serious look at this profession? Uh, That's what we're going to discuss over the next few minutes in this podcast.
1: Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development and wisdom of the ages success principles we share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life we believe if you build people people will build the business now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing the MLM profit network marketing virtual mentor and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I would like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. This session is going to be a little bit different, uh, as we stated in the introduction More than likely someone invited you to listen to this session and I appreciate you being here. I don't wait. I don't want to waste your time. And I honestly hope that what I'm going to share provokes thought, provokes thought. Uh, I would like to challenge you to listen to this entire session. I'm going to talk straight. Uh, I don't know you. I don't know what your background is. I don't know what your history is in network marketing. Uh, most of you probably don't know me, and that's cool. Uh, my hope is that a few of the people that listen to this podcast will be able to look back on this session five, ten years from now and say that podcast was a turning point in my life and my entrepreneurial journey. I'm not trying to upset anybody. But I'm not going to pull any punches. Uh, I hope you take this session in the spirit in which it's intended. And for those of you that don't have a competitive bone in your body or any real entrepreneurial fire left, I hope that you will be able to settle in your life once and for all that you really just need to be an employee the rest of your life and not an entrepreneur And just enjoy every single day of your life. And hopefully you're working for good people that appreciate you, your loyalty, and your dedication. It's my hope and prayer that many of you will look back, as I said earlier, years from now and say, you know, that podcast session got me to really reevaluate my life, my future, and the potential of how network marketing might be able to fit in. And it helped me understand how and why I got so burnt out. And it made a huge positive impact on my life. Uh, And then again, on the other hand, as I've already stated, I hope some of you will settle in your mind once and for all that network marketing is not for me. And I think coming to that conclusion firmly and concrete will be just as valuable for some people. The truth, network marketing is for those that really crave freedom and don't want to be told what to do, those that want to have a positive impact on the lives of other people. Uh, yes, a lot of greedy people get involved in network marketing, but they don't usually stay. Uh, they usually don't stay. So what I've come to realize really over the last five years or so, at a really deep level, the honest truth, and I can look back on my career and so many other people that I've worked with, the truth is without a mentor that has already done what you're attempting to accomplish and can guide you and tell you what you need to hear and give you the systems to follow and help you understand the mindsets behind the actions and the wisdom of the ages, ages principles that validate those actions, you don't have a chance in the world of achieving your true upside potential with the network marketing business model. Network marketing is a leadership development business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. It's a leadership development business. It's not a convince somebody to sell stuff for me business. Most people don't understand the path to becoming a great leader. They don't like the fact or or appreciate the fact or even understand the fact that you must first be a great follower. Being a follower is something that's very hard for independent, self-reliant people to do. Uh, We talked about this in detail in session 220 of this podcast. Uh, We talked about... Of building a volunteer army because that's really what you're doing in network marketing. You're building volunteer army of free men and women who can leave at any time, but choose to stay. And if you haven't heard of that session and you know, it's, I thought it was phenomenal because it was an article. We just recapped an article from a, a guy that's been around the profession as many years as I have, uh, Robert Blackman. Uh so that's, that's, that's the deal here. We're in the leadership development business and, and you have to be a great follower before you can be a great leader. And that's not just in this profession. It's in any profession. Look at all the great leaders that you can think about. They all had phenomenal mentors, all of them. And that's why in network marketing, you see so many, uh, three, I call them three percenters are a lot of people that have unhealthy egos. At the top of a lot of companies because they're just independent. They're just, they're just self reliant people. And I, I respect that, but this business is different. So I don't care what kind of success you've had in traditional business or any other aspect of life. If you're not willing to find the right mentor, the right mentor based upon their track record, And then plug in, this business is not for you. And I'm not saying that you can't do it, because if that's the way you feel, that's a great, you know, self-reliance is a great emotion. It really is. But I'm saying, until you really understand that this profession is not about you, you'll probably never achieve your real full upside potential. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders, and this is an important word, that are developed on your team. I call them homegrown leaders. I personally can make more money at this point doing a lot of other things. But when I started out, it wasn't that way. When I started out, I was what I would call a high 70 percenter. I mean, I had a lot of self-limiting beliefs, a lot of negative attitudes that I had to replace. But today, you know, there's a lot of other things that I could be doing. But my life goes are things that money can't buy at this point in my life. But I understand the path. I understand the journey. I know where I started. You know, the great Mark Yarnell, who wrote... Uh, the very popular book, Your First Year in Network Marketing. Mark Darnell said, find the right, and that's important, the right mentor. Plug into their systems. And here's what I I love this, this quote from Mark. He said, don't have an original thought until you are 10K a month. Don't have an original thought until you're at 10K a month. And I'm asking everybody that ever listens to this podcast, how does that statement hit you? You are not allowed to have an original thought into your $10,000 a month. Mark Garnell said, find the right mentor, plug into their systems, don't ask any questions, do what they show you to do, and don't have an original thought into your $10,000 a month. And I will tell you, if that bothers you a little bit, then you're probably in the right profession. But to not take Mark Yarnell's advice is a huge mistake. Some people end up following the wrong people because they never look behind the curtain. They never ask, how many people has this person actually helped accomplish that which I'm trying to accomplish? If you want to see most network marketing gurus today go in their pants, Ask them, say, tell me about somebody you personally recruited and helped to get to $10,000 a month. It'd be like a deer staring at you in headlights. Unfortunately, that's the state of the industry. So no wonder people get frustrated and confused and burn out. You know, no wonder. You know, last week, um, you know, I, and I do this every week. But last week, I wasted about 30 minutes of my time with an MOM training club member. Uh, and they were designing a postcard, and they sent it for me to look at. And there's a couple of things that change this, change this. This needs to be the color here. And by all means, make sure you have this phrase at the bottom where you place your phone number. And I'm not going to get into all the details. But I, I spent some time, and I gave them clear direction. And then they... They they turned around and sent it back to me and they had made about half of the changes that 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 I had suggested. And this is a person that's never made ten thousand dollars a month and has been in the industry 15, 20 years. Never made never got to that point. And, you know, I, I'm the type of person I believe you should always clarify and ask questions. Make sure you're clear on The systems are the programs, but don't take my copywriting work and then change it to fit your personality and personal feelings. If you're going to do that, don't ask me. So I cannot begin to tell you how many millionaires and professional athletes, TV personalities I've seen join my teams over the years and teams of other people and just fail miserably in this profession high-profile, credible people uh, because they couldn't handle mentorship and they couldn't take coaching. And I probably have spent more on this than I I really had planned to. But, you know, you don't have to be a TV personality or a millionaire or a professional athlete to have the same challenges in network marketing. Uh, there's a lot of great, awesome people, self-reliant, who really want to help people. Uh, but I talk about this in detail, so I'm not going to spend a lot more time on it. But I just I wanted to bring this out because there's some of you, you failed because you couldn't handle proper mentoring or coaching. And most of you, that's not the case. Most of you never got close to proper mentoring or coaching when you were involved in this profession. But there's some of you that have. And for me to not address that would not be – I had to address that. Uh, And again, I have a whole podcast on this. It's Session 195, and the title of that is False Pride Keeps Most Network Marketers Broke. And I'm working with a lot of people right now that cannot get their own ego or their own self-reliance. And I'm not saying it's even a – it's a negative thing. I think in – in general, it's a very positive thing. But they have to understand what real unity is and getting really plugged in and not having an original thought into their ten thousand dollars a month, as Mark Yarnell said, I think that's a real that's real good advice for people. I sincerely do. You know, I wrote a whole book about this. Like I said, we did the podcast one ninety five, False Pride Keeps Most Network Markers Broke. I wrote a book about this. Several years ago, that's now a double CD set. I think it's, yeah, it's still available on Amazon. It's called The Success Principle. The Internet is Stolen. And in that, we get into the fact that, uh, closed cultures and network marketing are almost impossible. Well, they are impossible to create today because of the Internet, Internet and, and how so many people, they just, they, what they do is they just go around from, from guru to guru to mentor to mentor, trying to find somebody that will tell them what they want to hear and, and not expect them to expand their comfort zone. Did you hear what I just said? So many people are looking for gurus, or self-proclaimed gurus at least, unfortunately many that still have their day jobs, that will tell you that you can build a network marketing business Doing something that remains within your personal comfort zone. And ladies and gentlemen, that is not the truth. All growth happens outside of your comfort zone. All growth. And I know many of you that will listen to this podcast at some point are, will struggle with this because you are self-reliant. You are a student. You have a lot of great, great attributes that serve you well in this profession but I can tell you that your strength is usually your weakness whatever your strength is usually is your weakness and self-reliance I don't care if you were a professional athlete a TV personality a million dollar earner in traditional business this 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 business is different and to not understand that and to not seek out and find the right ment- mentorship that's on you and there's a lot of people that i know that that was the issue they were going to do it their own way and they did not get plugged into the mentorship coaching training that was provided you know since we came out and decided to come out of retirement and build again and really focus on building teams. Uh, you know, we've been communicating literally with hundreds of team members and prospects every single week. And part of our launch process is, you know, when people first launch their business, we have a specific system to launch your business. It's working phenomenal. Uh, and what we ask our people to do is is keep a list of the first 50 no's that you receive people that have seen the the three minute video that we share and they're not interested keep a list of 50 no's or they've seen uh they've 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 gotten the offer for the free product samples they've tried the samples and then they didn't become a customer keep your first 50 no's and that's really probably the foundation or one of the reasons for this podcast, because I'm getting a lot of them now. We've been doing this long enough. You know, we tell people you need to get 50 no's within 90 days. Maximum 30 days is ideal. You know, I, I got 30 30, or 50 no's my first two weeks going through my cell phone and sending text to people that watched the three minute video decided they didn't have an interest. Many of which were complaining to me six months ago about all the stuff they were having to deal with, with their company and they were changing the comp plan and changing the ingredients in the product and all this stuff. So I send them the three minute video. Now all of a sudden they've got the greatest opportunity in the history of the world. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, but, The 50 no's is part of our system because I know that the hardest part in network marketing is getting the airplane off the runway and off the ground. That's the hardest part is creating that momentum that spurt in the beginning to get the thing up in the air. You know, that's the most difficult part. And, but what I have found is I've been really shocked by the number of people that like I thought a lot of people would say what they told me would well, do. I'm very happy where I'm at. You know, that's what I thought the response would be. But a lot of people, the, by far, the number one response that I've seen from all the different forms that have been turned in is I'm burnt out on network marketing. I'll never do network marketing again. I tried and failed. Network marketing is not for me and so on and so forth to a level that it's kind of been shocking to me. You know, I was talking with a a lady personally last week, and she told me, well, Dale, I got in Hanway years ago, and I could never get anybody to buy that soap. Last year I joined, I won't tell you the name of the company, it doesn't matter, but last year I joined XYZ Company. I talked to 20 people I know my first week, and I couldn't talk any of them into joining me or buying my products. So I just discontinued my auto ship, and I quit. And that, that's basically what she told me on the phone. She tried to get people to buy Amway soap 20 years ago. It didn't work. She tried to talk people in, and that's her words, talk people into joining her in this other company that she was in a year ago and and tried to talk people into joining her and buying her products. And and she said, so I just quit. Why should I join you? And my response to her was, you know, a better question Might be, might be, why would those people that you were, and I'm doing this in air quotes, trying to talk into buying or joining you, why would they follow you? Why would they follow you? You're trying to talk them into, why would they follow you? Amateurs try to convince people Amateurs try to convince people, as you were doing. But professionals in this profession sort through people. They understand they're looking for the right people at the right time in their life. And everybody you know, the odds of the people you know being the people you're looking for is not real high. But the odds of them knowing the right person is extremely high. And I said, I teach my people how to become professionals at sorting through people. So you shouldn't join us unless you're willing to follow a step-by-step system for launching your business. And you're willing to expose 50 people exactly as we share with you how to do it over the next 90 days. And I told her, I said, look, I'm going to send you a couple of podcasts and testimonies from team members who failed in multiple companies joined us with a real teachable mindset who today are approaching this business totally different than they ever have in the past. They're learning, they're growing, and they're making money. Listen to those testimonies. And if you're willing to give this a 90 day commitment and get 100% plugged into our training and systems, then you can schedule a call on my call calendar. And honestly, I was hoping that I would never hear from her again. But I noticed this morning she did book a call on my call calendar. I've already talked to one of our future leaders and delegated that lead to her. Uh, you know, I let her know what was going on, what the situation was. But I felt like it would, if nothing else, it would be a good experience of communicating with this type of person with my future leader. That's she's absolutely coming down the road. So I felt like it would benefit her and we'll see what happens. But the number of people have told me that, uh, you know, over and over I've done videos and posted on social media daily for months and months and never got any traction. I mean, it's been mind boggling the last 90 days or so. You know, I had another lady last week tell me, Dale, I did, Four social media posts and one video every single day for ninety days. Four social media posts, one video every day for ninety days. I didn't even generate a lead, much less sponsor anyone. Why should I get involved and join you? And see, she was assuming that I would have told her, you know, well if you're gonna that that it's like mainstream now. Uh, common business practice, accepted business practice, when you join network marketing, you spam your social media accounts. Well, it's ridiculous, but that's what she really thought. That's all she'd ever heard. And I told her, number one, I would never tell you to do that. Never. That's not the way to launch a business. And whoever did tell you to do that is not a leader I don't care how many jewels or double diamonds they have behind their name. They're not a leader. They don't have a friggin' clue. They don't have a clue. And then I said, look, here's what I need you to do. Go listen to the session. It was actually 180 of this mlmsuccess.com forward slash story 180. The title of that is if someone tells you to launch your business on social media, run, run. That's the title of that session. And I said, look, what we do is we'll provide you with a direct mail letter to launch your business, a system to launch your business. And you send this out to 40 people who you know that would attend your funeral. That's who you're looking for, 40 people that would attend your funeral. And if you will do this and you mail out 10 a week, we're getting on average about 75 to 80% of the people you send this letter to. And it's a special letter. I mean, it's, it's got some tweaks to it. I'm not going to get into it all on this podcast. But it's, you know, I've been using this type of system for years, but this one is killer. The numbers are unbelievable. But if you'll mail this letter out, you're going to get about 75 to 80% of the people that you mail the letter to are going to order samples. And from that, about one-third to one-half of the people that order samples will become customers. And that's going to get your business off the ground. So listen to the podcast. And if what I say on the podcast regarding if someone tells you to launch your business on social media, run, if that makes sense to you, and you feel like you can mail out 10 letters a week for the next four weeks to people that would attend your funeral, uh, then maybe we should probably talk again. And if you can't, if you can't do that, then I wish you success, but this is not the team for you. So it's, it's been, a, it's been fascinating. It's been really unbelievably amusing. Uh, and, and it's just so predictable. It's just this business is so predictable. You know, I've said many times, I can't tell you what one person will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of a hundred will do. And, you know, so we're, we're in a situation now. We're communicating with so many leaders that are seeing this, the uniqueness of the opportunity. They understand the timing. They understand the power of a simple product. And I mean, they're, they're developing their belief and getting fired up and sold out as I am. But at the same time, every day, I'm also talking with closed minded, I'll never do MLM again attitude people. It's been really interesting. And, and so I just thought, you know, I'm just going to share with you and talk a little bit we're almost i'm not not going to take much more time but i'm going to talk about this at this time because i just think it's really important you know every never i know every network marketer is going to hear about you know the the APL go opportunity i mean i i just know it and they're going to see the video about the four stars lining up so I understand that because we're in the launch of North America, I mean, we're helping a, a an established, credible uh, nine-year-old company launch in, in North America. So, obviously, w- we need to focus on network marketers who might be a little bit frustrated where they are or who have had some success or experience in the past – And that's where our focus is right now. It won't be there down the road, but right now, that's where it is. And, you know, the number of people that – the number of objections that that people are receiving, that people are contacting around, you know, network marketing never again, I mean, I kind of understand it, but it's really been – it's it, it's been so much more than I had anticipated. And I understand because to me, it's like once you get involved in network marketing, if you understand the real power of this business and the lifestyle that can be created, it's really hard to get it out of your blood. And You know, I understand over the last 20 years, the industry's been flooded with people who join a network marketing company and they treat it like a lottery ticket. I mean, I get that. They take their lottery ticket money this week and instead they buy a network marketing distributor kit. But, you know, they kind of have that approach with everything that they attempt in their life and kind of have that mentality, that paradigm, which is so unproductive. But a lot of people just walk around every day of their life with the mentality, if first I don't succeed, then fix the blame quick. And that's the way they live their life. So, you know, it's always somebody else's fault. So I know that there's people with this mentality out there, but I also know they wouldn't normally take the time to listen to this podcast. And if they have, they probably haven't gotten this far in this session. So they don't listen to podcasts or any this podcast or any podcast for that matter. But the fact that you're listening because somebody asked you to tells me a lot about you. If you're listening to my voice right now, here's what I know. At some point you were able to dream and believe For a period of time, you know, it might have been a day, two days, three days. I don't know. But for a period of time, you were able to think, what if, what if maybe this will work for me? You know, Bob Chris in his great book, Raising a Giant, says most people quit their network marketing company. They join within 72 hours. Because they go out like a chicken with their head cut off and they're talking too much. They're trying to explain to their neighbor what they just saw on an, uh, a Zoom call done by someone that's been around the industry 15, 20, 30 years. And they're trying to take that information and, and tell their neighbor about it. Uh, I have an article called PT's Potion on momhelp.com. I'll try to do a link. Because, guys, this is predictable. I mean, uh, it's predictable. I've watched it over and over and over and over and over for 40 years. So, so what people do is, is, is the, they go into the marketplace and they, they at least try, they at least make an effort. And probably you did that. Uh, you did that because you join a network marketing company at some point. And here's what I know is, is people go out and they'll, they'll, they'll do what they think they're supposed to be doing, which is talking way too much to a few people and people don't respond. And, over a period of time, usually, you know, a few days, maybe a few weeks, maybe a month or two, they get disgusted and discouraged. And this happens even when people are doing it correctly. But they get disgusted and discouraged, and then they go back into what I call the great American box, which is where where they're comfortable. Not maybe comfortable, but where they're, It's not strange. It's not It's – they're used to it. It's monotonous. They climb right back into the great American box. And for many of you, you're probably back in the normal routine, you know, doing what normal people do. And I've always said normal people don't make abnormal income. But I also know that while the fire, the dream might be gone – there's probably still a flicker, or you wouldn't be listening to me. So let's talk about the three ty- types of burnout people in in the market today. People that are burnout on network marketing, maybe help you understand how you got there, why you got there, could it have worked out differently for you? And I hope this helps. And and as I go through these three types of people, I hope you'll think, you know, which one of these best. Describes me. And again, everybody's different. Every circumstance is different. You know, I've talked to a lot of people that were involved in network marketing 15, 20 years ago, never really got any direction or training, but they saw the vision. They got out for whatever reason. Maybe there was a sickness in the family or uh, some personal problems, challenges you know, divorce, spouse got moved to another state, so on and so forth. And I'm also been very encouraged by the number of people who were exposed to this business model years ago and now are returning because of, you know, the situation around the world. People are starting to understand I need to control my financial future instead of depending on somebody else. And the number of people that are returning to this industry that were involved 15, 20 years ago has been very encouraging as well. But there's three kinds of burnouts. Which one describes you the best? Uh, And let me before we get into the three types of burnouts, just let me say this, and I mean this. Uh, For those of you that that have no clue who I am, good for you. (laughs) You can learn more than you'd ever want to know at DaleCalvert.com. But short, real quick. Uh, I started my network marketing profession when I was 20 years old. My sponsor quit two weeks after I started. I was living a little 600 square foot home driving a beat up Chevette. I had no chance in the world of ever making it in this profession, but I had the Sony had just come out with a Walkman and I had a, uh, I was able to order cassette tapes of different events that were happening around the world. Uh I worked this harder than anything I've ever worked in my life. I wanted to quit every single day. my first three years after three years, I started to figure out some things uh after five years, I was able to leave my job at i b m uh, my ninth year, I made ninety two thousand dollars in this industry, but my tenth year it jumped up to two hundred and fifty two thousand My eleventh year was one point one million my 12th year was 1.8 million. My 13th year was 3.3 million. My 14th year was 3.8 million. I retired from building teams at age 39. That's my story. The most significant part about the story is how long it took me to get to 92,000. Because I made a lot of mistakes and I had a lot of growth that I had to go through. But the most significant part is when it went from 92 to 252 to 1.1 million, the reason that happened is because I had a whole group of people and they had people and they had people that were coming down the road behind me learning the specific systems that are guaranteed to create success when done over and over a period of time. This business all comes down to X number of people that you expose equals your reasons fulfilled. We're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life. Uh, There's that quote by an Amway diamond, double diamond, triple diamond. I can't remember and I don't have it in front of me. I wish I grabbed it. But he said, I exposed 1,200 people from those 1,200. Only 300 were interested from those 300, 40 of them joined me. And from those 40, three of them made me a millionaire now that's not the exact quote but that's real close I, I shared it with 1200 300 were interested from those 300 forty joined me from those 43 of those people made me a millionaire what do most people do there weren't they only had 300 what about the 900 that weren't interested? that that's what most people get it takes them out of the business. So, anyway, three types of burnouts. number one is they launched, but they never really got traction they launched they they launched, but they never really got traction and to in my mind, until you've gotten fifty nos, you have not you've not launched your business. you know the lady I was speaking about early she said, I talked to twenty people and blah blah blah, I couldn't get any of them to sell for me or join or buy. Well, yeah, because you were trying to convince them to do something that they, you know, people do things for their reasons, not yours. They don't do th- they do things for their reasons. You're looking for the right people at the right time in your life. Well, what, should, what would you done, Dale? I would have not. I would have said, look, I've got something I need a three minute video. I need you to take a look at. Do you have a pen? Here's my website. Boom. Send them there. After they see the three minute, are you open for more information? They say no. I say, hey, no problem. No problem. Can I get your postal mailing address though so I so I can get some samples in your hands? Guys, we got this down, boom, 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 same thing over and over and over. It's systematic. So a lot of people, they don't have that type of direction training. Uh they go out in the in the marketplace, they have the wrong mindsets. A lot of times they have lack of credibility because they've never been involved in a business before. And unfortunately, most people don't have the ability to see past the person sharing the video with them to the opportunity. They can't look at the opportunity based upon the facts surrounding the company and the product and the timing and everything that's really important. And they, they judge a business based upon the person that's sharing with them. Sharing it with them, and I've had this happen both ways. Lack of credibility, people think the business isn't that great. Someone has high credibility; they think the business is great, so they jump in with people that they have that have credibility with them, which is the wrong. It's just as bad as is thinking something's bad because someone has no business experience. It makes no sense. I had people join me just because I they knew me, they knew my background. Dale's doing it; it's got to be good. I'm joining. That's not a real good way. That's not a real good decision. That's not why people should join. You should join based upon the opportunity has to stand alone on its own. But a lot of people got involved and they get burnt out because they never really got any traction. They went out. They talked to a few people. Some quit within 72 hours, as Bob talked about in his book. Some it takes a week, two weeks. Some it takes a month. Some it takes 90 days. But. If they never get traction, then then they never move forward. And just let me say this. I want to share this with you real quick. My first company, the guy told me, he said, Dale, it costs $300 to get started for our product package. This was in 1980. And he says, I don't think you have $300. I said, I don't, but I can find it. I can get it. And I took out a loan at my credit union for three hundred dollars to get started. I went over there, I got my product package, I had all these products that I didn't need. I was twenty years old, it's not an old kid. I didn't need all this stuff, but that's what he said. I got my kit, that's what I did. And when I was driving home through the country, and I was nervous and upset, and I'm, you know, what what if this doesn't work? And all the stuff that a lot of people feel. And I stopped at my aunt and uncle's. With, and I had a pr- product catalog in my hand. And I stopped at my aunt, aunt and uncle's house, and I knocked on their side door, and I looked, and they were eating dinner. So I interrupted their dinner. Uh, and they said, come on in, Dale. What's going on? You want something to eat? No. And I said, look, I've just started a business. I don't know anything about it, but would you look at my product catalog and tell me if there's something you might want to order? And they said, yeah, as soon as we're done eating. So they finished eating. And they looked and my uncle ordered a jar of foot cream. It was eight bucks. I'll never forget it. Eight dollars. They wrote me a check. Uh and all that product that I had. I had no foot cream. So I knew I was gonna have to go get it for him from my supervisor. Uh but it gave me a burst. I've often thought about what if they said, no, Dale, we don't buy that stuff. We aren't interested in that stuff. What if my aunt and uncle had, had puked all over me? But that gave me enough energy where I got home and I talked my mom and dad into joining. They were going to give me $25. They were going to become a distributor. My dad had been in Amway years before, but really never understood the business. And so they wrote me a check to get me to shut up. And... At church the next night, they were talking to a couple. One was talking about starting to sell Avon or something, and my mom mentioned, well, Dale's just started a new business. Maybe you should look at that. So then they had me go and talk with her, and she decided she was going to join. And then she talked to another lady in town who evidently had sold her everything from Tupperware to you name it. She'd been a direct sales maniac. I didn't know this lady. But this lady sponsored under her, and she exploded. She was selling product like crazy. What if that had never happened? Where would Dale be today? I was one of the fortunate. Most people, some people get traction in the beginning, some don't. But if you listen to any network marketing leader, the majority of them got traction early. And those that didn't, I have even more much more respect for. So number one, you never got traction. Number two, you never really launched. Somebody brought you in and said, Go sick 'em. Here's our training calls and here's here's this and here's that. And you were exposed to Zoom calls or webinars or live events or whatever. You know, you were exposed to all kinds of training tips. But never systems. You were never told how to launch people, launch your business. You were just told, go talk to people. And what happens with these people is a lot of times they like the culture, and sometimes they hang around for years, is what I call a social club member. They join for the business, but they end up just becoming a product user until they fade away. So that's the third part that never... They never launched. They were never taught any what, anything as far as how to launch their business. And number three is they launched, but they never got traction. I mean, they launched and they got traction and, and things were moving forward. Maybe they had a group of 25 or 100 or 1000 or more people. You know, these are people that we would consider today as leaders. Most people would, you know, they, they were able to put together a group of people and start moving forward. And then something happened down the road, maybe, you know, year, two, three years, four years, the company goes out of business. Uh, but what really happens, and the reason most leaders get burnt out, is, is they're the only ones making any money. Their people cannot do what they did. And they're the only ones making any money. And over time, their money starts to dip as their organization starts to dwindle and it's a sad but true fact most people that get to ten thousand dollars or a hundred a month or a hundred thousand dollars a year in network marketing you can go back and track it five years after that happens they aren't at a half a million or a million dollars a year they're out of the business they're out of the business why because their team could not do what they did, and they were the only ones making money. And honestly, I love talking to these people. I love talking to these people, people that had a group of 25 or 100 1, or 1,000 or 5,000 people, because I understand the path that they've come down. I've, I've seen it happen over and over and over. And I also understand that you can tell what a person will do in the future based upon what they've done in the past. You know, last week I had a fabulous conversation with a gentleman, for one of our team members, with a gentleman in Canada. About eight ten years ago, he was making thirty thousand dollars a month with a company, and I don't, I'm not sure what happened. I think the company went out of business, and he's just he hadn't done anything with network marketing in ten years. Uh And I'm hoping that he's going to join us. I really like this guy. We connected really good on the phone. And, again, he built a team, was making $30,000 a month 10, 10 years ago. And here's what I know. If he's done it once, he can do it again if the stars have lined up, if the timing's right, the product's right, the company's right, comp plan. You know, if the four stars have lined up, he can do it again. Uh, so those are the, you know – those are the types of, of, of people and the reasons people get burnt out. Uh, a lot of people just never launched, never got traction. And those that, if you're one of these people that you never launched or you launched, but you never really got traction, uh, if you join a new company, you, th- that's probably what's going to happen for you again. The only way that you can move forward this time is if you approach this business from a standpoint as a student that you're going to learn and 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 you you say, you know what? I'm going to learn new things. I'm going to expand my comfort zone. I'm going to expand my mindset. I'm going to find the right upline mentor. I'm going to get plugged into what she or he is saying and I'm going to build this. But I'm going to find the right mentorship. I'm going to find people in my upline that have taught other people how to make a 100000 plus a year if that's what you're looking for. You approach it with a different mindset. See, I was really fortunate because before I got involved in network marketing, I was into personal development. And I heard Jim Rohn say, formal education makes you a living. But if you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. And I knew when I got involved that I had to find somebody that I could, that could mentor me, that I could learn from. And I went, you know, like I said, my upline quit two weeks after I started. It, it it was like I was an award winner in that company before anybody in my upline even knew who I was or ever contacted me. And by that time I'd already found my mentor through audio cassettes. And again, I was around him twice in my life for a total of five minutes, but I spent hundreds of hours listening to audios and learning. So I understand when network marketing gets in your blood uh, and you really understand residual income and you understand that what can be created here and you understand the concept of time and money. Some people have money, no time. Some people have time, no money. And you understand what this business provides from a lifestyle standpoint. There's nothing that can compare, you know? So my story, like I said, I got involved with Shackley and five years in, uh, I lost four key people, Supervisors and that was the time when everybody was ordering directly from the company. They were supervisors or Amway called them direct distributors. And I lost four of mine in the same month. Uh, one was a former school teacher that was full time with me. Her husband got transferred with IBM from, from Kentucky to Texas. And back then people came to your house, picked up your product. I mean, you, you ran a warehouse out of your house back in those days. So it was really hard to supply the customers that she had created uh, when she's living in another state. I had another couple that moved from Kentucky to North Carolina. I had some clinical psychologists that got transferred from Lexington, Kentucky, to Bardstown, Kentucky. And anyway, things just happened. It all happened in the same month. And and my income took a hit, and I was full-time, and I had – Couple of kids to feed and a family to take care of, and I I had went full time too soon, and it's like, what am I gonna do? And it's gonna take a while to build this back up, and I ended up leaving the industry altogether, sold my distributorship, and got involved in the health insurance business at that point. And see, when I left. I mean, I gave that business my heart, my soul for five years, everything. And and I made the decision, I will never do this again. I will never be involved in anything where my income depends upon other people. And most people, after they quit network marketing the first time, (laughs) that's the mindset that they have. I will never do anything where my income depends upon other people. So, you know, it took a long time, a long time for me to ever consider network marketing again. Uh, long, long story short, I've been with a couple of different insurance companies. I was in management. Uh, you know, we, we had an awesome team of people and, and I had some other people that were trying to recruit me, our competition in that profession. Uh, and I ended up, uh, Switching companies. And then I just got kind of burnt out with all the, the politics of corporate America. Uh, and I'm not going to get into it, but it's like, dang, I just, you know, the, the jealousy factor of other people and other district managers. And it's just the whole politics and no brown nosing and all that. It just drives me crazy. So long, long story short, me and a friend of mine, Brad decided we're going to see if we can find something else we can do. So we were working four days a week, three or four days a week. Um, he he was a district manager. I was a district manager. And one day a week I would go on interviews. He was mailing out his resume. I was mailing out mine and we would meet once a week and talk about the interviews that we'd been on. And, you know, we were both just looking for something that we could get fired up about. And, um, you know, we looked at selling craftmatic adjustable beds. And, I mean, I, I can't even remember all the things that we were looking at, but we couldn't find anything. And um, one day he came in, and he was so fired up. Um, he was talking about this company, Water Filtration Business. It was NSA, for for those of you didn't know. And our National Safety Associates, when I said water filter, some of you knew exactly what I was talking about. But, uh, And I had seen it probably two years before that uh, and came close to – I mean, my flame started to flicker a little bit. My network marketing flame, this kid came down from Cincinnati, and he did like a group meeting. Uh, people, I'd sent a resume in. And he was invited people to this meeting and it was, you know, eight, nine of us and I'm watching this kid and he, and I'm thinking, man, I could do this. I could burn this up, turn this water yellow. This is awesome. I could do this. And my flame started to flicker a little bit, but I quickly put it out. You know, I'm never doing network marketing again. I quickly put it out. So now two years later, Brad's coming to me and, uh, are telling me all about it. His dad had talked to him about it. And I said, look, man, I've been down that road. I spent five years with Shackley Corporation. I'm never going to have anything where my income is dependent upon other people. I said, the good thing about what we're doing, we're making overrides on our reps, our insurance agents. We're making overrides on our teams. But you and I can both go out and make a $1,000 a week just, you know, sitting down with self-employed people and showing them a better health plan. I said, so we don't have to depend on you know, what our reps do. So anyway, long, long story short, I ended up getting involved in that company two years later. Two years later, Brad ended up joining me. But I missed it. I missed the major growth. I was there in the beginning. I saw it early, and I let it pass me by. And I have no, well, timing is critical, so anyway, I eventually got in that company, uh, was there five years. I made $10,000 my first month. I never made less. Uh, I got totally out of debt, was making a quarter million dollars a year, had over 10,000 people in three countries around the world, was fully qualified. We had the fastest growing organization in NSA, and I was exposed Somebody contacted me that I'd work with in NSA and said, Dale, we want you to put together a training system like you had for your team in NSA. I'm starting a new company. It's one of the first chromium piclinate ephedra products. And we have a pill that people can take and lose weight. We want you to put together the whole training program, the whole training system, your retailer recruits that put together a distributor manual for us. And we worked out a deal. And it was just a good time in my life. Uh, my wife had, had some surgery, so I could had to get off the road and had to be there, and I could focus on it and get it done quick, and I did, and that was it. But I started taking the product, and I, and I got results. And long story short, I ended up joining that company as the first distributor, first number one distributor in the company. And my wife and my parents and everybody that knew me said, Dale, you've gone crazy. Why in the world would you leave, leave a quarter million dollar year income to start over with a brand new company that nobody knows about and is probably not going to make it? I said, because if it does make it, it'll set me up for the rest of my life. If it doesn't, I have the skill sets. I have the mindsets. If I find something I believe in, I can go make it happen anywhere. And, you know, my my last company from. National Safety Associates, my last check there was about $25,000. I resigned. I sent him a letter, and I resigned. And my first comp- my first check from the new company was $697, and everybody knew I was crazy. Uh, but long story short, uh, $252,000, 1100000 1 $1.8 million, $3.3 $3.8 million, the next four or five years. It was an unbelievable ride. Unbelievable. And then World War III broke out because of greed and ego. And I ended up starting my own company for the wrong reasons. And I ended up building that up to, we were doing about a million dollars a month in business, and I just sold it. Couldn't do it anymore because at that time it was 2000 so and network marketing was guys gotten so far away from its core fundamentals on which it was built gotten away from personal development uh everybody was thought the internet everybody's going to run the internet and get rich and that's going to be the answer and just a lot of stuff going on that I didn't agree with in the industry we started competing with each other instead of the 9 to 5 job and I left. And when I did, my phone started ringing. People wanted me to come and speak. Dale, will you come and do your programming your mind seminar? Dale, will you come and do your generating leads seminar? And it created a whole consulting and training business that I hadn't even anticipated. So I was in the industry, but I wasn't building. I'd quit building. That was my second time I quit. First time was after Shackley. I got in the insurance business. Second time was after I shut down and sold my company. Then a few years down the road, several years down the road, 10 or 15 years down the road, uh, I saw a very unique concept where this comp, this guy was said he was going to buy all the Winn-Dixie. That investment group were going to buy all the Winn-Dixie grocery stores. In the United States, and people are going to be able to go to the grocery, buy their Captain Crunch, and get paid BV on it. And I thought, if this guy can pull this off, this is going to be the biggest thing I've ever seen. And got involved there originally as a company trainer, but once I saw the opportunity, I got involved as a distributor. Long story short, the the guy was a scumbag, did not tell the truth uh i when I found out what was going on, I left over ten thousand dollars a month on the table and and just resigned and then about ninety days later uh they came in and shut down the whole company because he wasn't paying commissions to people and it was a mess so that was it. I'm done. I am done and then uh about six eight months ago. Uh, my wife, Dawn and I, we do multiple different businesses and it's like, you know, I have 17 network marketing websites. I've been supporting the industry, but now COVID's here. I was doing up to two, accepting up to two, uh, live events a month traveling, which I'm kind of burnt out, honestly, on traveling, uh, but was doing up to two live events a month. Now COVID came. There's no live events, uh, really happening so now's a good time to just liquidate all my network marketing intellectual property and websites and that i was in the process of doing that when apl go landed in my lap and i'm building again and have more fun than i've ever had having a ton of fun and have huge goals but my point is guys i've quit this profession multiple times multiple times over the years, three times, three times. And I understand people get frustrated, burn out, done, can't do it, Uh, don't want to do it. And But what I've come to realize is I enjoy building businesses. I really do. But, man, I love building teams because I love seeing somebody – that was burnout in network marketing, never going to do it again. And we have a lot of those stories in this podcast session. Go listen to Paul Marshall Lane's story, for heaven's sakes. My goodness, what a story. There's so many, so many people that at one time said never again. Most people, most leaders can tell you that one or two or three times that they quit this profession and they were never going to do it again. So five questions that... I hope you'll really answer for yourself. You know, especially those of you that, you know, had, had something going on, had traction, were moving forward at some point along this journey. Uh, and I would just ask you, have you ever seen another business that provides a lifestyle network marketing can provide? Have you ever? I mean, $250,000 a year in network marketing is a lot better than $250,000 a year in any other business model, than any other business model. Because when you, when you get to that level of income, you not only have the income, you have the freedom and the time to enjoy it. You have the freedom and the time to enjoy it. You don't have to put up with employees or outsource workers and If you build it right based upon unified duplicatable systems, it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow grow once it gets big enough to start really duplicating. And when I say really duplicating, I'm talking about adding 500, 1,000, 1,500, 2,000 people monthly to your team. That's what I mean by duplication. And the other thing I would just ask you to think about is, where are you going to be in five years if you continue doing what you're doing today? Where will you be in five years? Where will you be in five years? Where were you five years ago? So that's the first question I would ask you. And then I say, when you got started, was your focus to build people or was it on sponsoring people? Was it on building people or sponsoring people? I mean, did you get involved to make money or did you get involved to build a real business, a real team with real customers that would create ongoing residual cash flow for you? What was your mindset really when you started? And then this is one of the most important questions. It's like whatever company you were with, how long had they been around when you got there? How long had they been around when you got there? Were you in the right company at the right time in history? And again, I can't really put enough emphasis on this. Uh, you know, the, the person who shared this session with you probably feels like the stars have lined up with their company. And that's why they took the time to send you this podcast. And if you don't know what we're talking about and you probably don't, you can check out that, that actual video. It's at MLMsuccess.com forward slash the numeral four and then the word stars, S T A R S, four stars. So that's the second question. The third question is, who was your mentor in your business when you got started? Why them? And I, people don't what that was my aunt Harriet my aunt Harriet your aunt Harriet yeah uh, how long what kind of experience did your aunt Harriet had Well she'd only been involved a couple of weeks when she got me involved. There was nobody up above Aunt Harriet no no, not really, not really I would say was a mentor. And then I tell, and then some people say, "Well, it was a double diamond deal. And I say, "I don't care how many jewels they had behind their title. What was their track record?" I, again, most people that get to hundred thousand dollars a year in network marketing are gone in five years. So I don't care what their title was. What was their track record? How many people did they help get what they wanted over their over their entrepreneurial network marketing journey? Six-figure income earners are a dime a dozen in network marketing. They're a dime a dozen. That's what makes this industry so powerful, that you don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed to make that kind of income. You really don't. It can happen. But very few people can help other people get there, and that's, the, that's who your mentor should be, people that have helped other people get there not people that have got there on their own because you don't know how they did it. You're looking for unified systems that anybody can do, so therefore it can be duplicated. And then that's the, thing, the next thing I would ask you is, were, were you given a unified sequential step-by-step game plan to success that not only you can follow, but more importantly, that could be duplicated and followed by every team member that joined your organization? Because most people just out there, just trying to make it happen, doing whatever they can do, however they can do it? Were you with a team of people that inspired greatness or catered to mediocrity? Were they just trying to keep people on auto ship one more month? And were you really taught the skill sets and mindsets to win this game? Were you really taught things like... um? Amateurs try to convince professional sort, and so on and so forth. And I could go on for hours. And how do you fall in in those five questions? What would your honest answers be to yourself, to the person staring you back in your mirror in the mirror? I mean, really. Uh, And so I would ask you real quick, quickly one more time. Have you ever seen a business model that provides a lifestyle network marketing does? Were you in a build people or sponsoring people mindset? Were you at the right company at the right time in history or had that ship sailed by the time that you got there? Who was your mentor? And see, there's some people that have been involved in very strong cultures in this profession, but they're the wrong cultures. And again, that's a whole nother title. I don't want to spend time there, but who was your mentor? Who was your upline mentor? Who was your guru mentor? Why? Number five, were you given proven unified and sequential step by step game plan? for success for you and your team to follow you know I believe that if you're still listening to this podcast you and I both know things probably would have turned out a whole lot different for you if you were provided everything that I've just covered with you here and I can tell you from experience a lot of times we're in the middle of it uh, we don't understand the value of what we had, of the systems that we could plug into the experience that we could tap. We don't understand. We don't appreciate that. Yeah, I can remember years ago, uh, after I'd made, uh, was doing extremely well and everything was moving forward. And I met with our leaders and I said, I'm going to do a generic training. And until that time, all training was close culture inside our organization only. And I said, I'm going to start doing some generic training. And I remember the plumber on the call, he said, Dale, I don't think we should let the cat out of the bag so people can understand why we've grown like we've grown. You know, we're one of the top five network marketing companies in the United States. For growth this year, we shouldn't let the cat out of the bag. And I never will forget telling him, and I've repeated it at different trainings over the years, most people won't recognize the cat when they see it. I mean, the last five things that I've just shared with you, that's the cat out of the bag. But most people don't recognize it until even when they see it, especially when they're right in the middle of it, until years down the road, sometimes and sometimes never. Most people don't recognize the cat when they see it. Just for the heck of it, if you know what training session that is in in the general public where I say that, Send me an email to MLM Success gmail at gmail.com and the first person that replies correctly. I'm just trying to do something for our normal regular weekly members that listen every week. So that's why I'm saying this. Send me an email, MLM Success Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me the training where that statement was originally made. And I, and if you're first, I'm going to send you an MLM Success dot com t-shirt let me get back to our guest and i'm wrapping up here guys as human beings we see things not as they are we see things as we are and what i've understood is the more experience you have the more appreciation that you have and the more you realize the importance of Of the five factors we just covered with you guys. And see, I hopefully, I hope that you really answered yourself honestly, because imagine if you'd had everything in place for you, because I know 99% of you didn't, but I would ask you, where would you be right now if you'd had this type of structure and support when you started your team? Would you have been smart enough to follow it and listen to it is the real question, honestly. But if, but some people enter this profession very teachable. They're just taught the wrong thing by the wrong people. But many of you, I know, you would have got traction. You would have got traction. Those that didn't get traction never really got their business launched. You would have if you'd had the right direction. I mean, you would. It makes a big difference, the team and the culture that you're involved with. It really makes a huge difference. And see, uh, those of you that are self-reliant, you don't like me saying that because dang it, Dale, I can do it. You know, and again, I hope I've already addressed that and giving you some things to think about because it's important. It's really important. And those of you that launched and you got traction and you had a group of 25 or a hundred or a thousand or 5,000 or more. And then you got down the road and something happened with the company or with your team or whatever. But you had trouble duplicating. You got maybe to a hundred thousand a year and now you're out of the industry and you're never going to do it again. And that's a lot of you listen to me. You've done it in the past. It's in your blood. You understand. I hope there's been something that I've said that has stirred you and got that flame, that little flicker, a little bit brighter. I hope that that the burn, that you're feeling it a little bit. Because you and I know there is nothing more fun than when you're with a network marketing company and team that's rolling. There's nothing more fun. There's no better way to spend your life. there's nothing you can do that maybe other than the ministry that would have a more positive effect on so many people if you're doing it right if you if you're focused on building people sharing wisdom of the ages success principles that'll work for everybody that's ever put them into use there's nothing more fun and I would tell you that the profession needs you the profession needs you. Please, I mean, don't have an M.O.M. never again mindset. Get back with the person that shared this podcast with you. I believe that if you get with the right company where the four stars have lined up, you can absolutely develop a full-time income, even if you've never gotten close to it in the past. And if you're with the right company and you're really ready to pour it on, I believe you can create... And become a millionaire. Jim Rohn said most people never become millionaires because they never think about it. They never thought about becoming a millionaire. And everybody should attempt to become a millionaire, not for the money, but for the person you will have to become in the process. I heard that a thousand times, and then one day it got from my head to my heart, and it changed my life. And, you know, our my goal right now, and I've said it many times publicly, I really believe that we'll be able to help 500-plus people create six-figure incomes with the opportunity we're working right now, the APL Go opportunity. And, and my goal is to help 10 people become millionaires and positively positively affect the lives of tens of thousands of people. So this profession needs you. Even if you never got anything started for whatever reason, the bottom line is there's nothing in there's no opportunity, there's no entrepreneurial endeavor that will give you the time and the money to enjoy it like the network marketing business model. So I hope you'll get back with the person that sent you this podcast. I hope you decide to run one more time. Uh, I would suggest that you join the MLM Training Club. That's over at MLMTrainingClub.com. That's my, uh, my training system. Uh, if you happen to stumble upon this podcast, uh, you know, nobody sent you here. You just stumbled upon it. Then I invite you to check out North America Launch team.com. Check that out. That's my personal site. Uh if the flicker has started and you want to keep it burning and I hope you will. I need to put in the background right now R.L. Speedwagon. Keep the fire burning. <laughs> I love R.L. Speedwagon. But anyway, I'm I'm trying to end up here guys. Check out the website didyouquittosoon.com. That's actually one of our team members and what that'll do, that'll direct you to why network marketing lear- leaders get burnout. It's actually session 203 on this podcast, but you can get to it real easy. I'll try to put the link in the notes. But did you quit too soon.com? Because if, if the fire is flickering, keep it burning. Really, sincerely, keep it burning. And here's why. Here's why. And please hear me. And I'm going to end. I sit and watched n s a two years before I got involved. I got involved two years afterwards. Now we still got to ten thousand dollars a month, never made less with that company. I was a member of the president's advisory Council, which was the top uh one percent of income earners in that company. We had the fastest growing team in the in the in the entire company when I left, but those two years cost me millions of dollars. Literally, you know, I was doing well, but there was people that got there earlier who didn't have as much on the ball as we did in our team. But because of timing and because of the head start they got, you know, they were making a hundred thousand plus a month. I was making 30 to 40,000 a month and i was working harder and, I, and we had stronger people but they got involved at the right with the right company at the right time in history and people don't talk about that and i understand why they don't but truth is truth and that's the reality so if the fire is burning then go check out didyouquittoosoon.com and and get back with the person that shared this podcast with you I thank you for listening. I hope this helps somebody. I hope 10, 15 years from now, somebody comes up to me and say, Dale, so-and-so sent me that podcast. I was never going to do network marketing again. I was totally burnt out, frustrated. I was done. But you said something that, that got my flicker going a little bit again. And I decided to continue to move forward. And because of that, Uh, I'm now living a lifestyle that I never could have imagined ever being able to achieve. And it would have never happened if if not for the network marketing business model and if I hadn't heard that podcast. You guys have an awesome week. This is Dale Calvert. I'm here every week at MLMSuccess.com. I appreciate you listening. Please, please get back with the person that shared this, this session with you.